have been enjoying more time out in your garden or trying to do some plantings inside your home as well. What about growing a cocktail garden? Well, that's why Sue Riba is with us. She's a horticulturist and landscape expert at Bertog Landscape Company in Wheeling. Hi, Sue. How are you? Hi, G. Thanks for having me, and happy Thirsty Thursday. <laughs> I know. This is a perfect day to have you with us. Actually, every day is a perfect day in the pandemic to grow a cocktail garden, I think. Oh, I know. I know. It's been a trying time for all of us. And so here here we are, looking uh, towards a, a garden. Absolutely. So how long have you been a horticulturist? Oh, let's see. Um, I've been a horticulturist for 17 years. And um, I do all kinds of things. I also am a landscape designer, and um, we've been helping our clients this year um, uh, put together um, raised garden beds and container gardens because people really want to eat healthier. They want to be outside. They want to be enjoying their outdoor space because they've been spending a lot of time mm-hmm. inside. Have you noticed a surge in people that are interested in planting and you know maybe growing a garden? Absolutely, absolutely. There's a huge surge. Um, people are really interested in um, the health aspects, uh, physically and mentally. It's a very rewarding um, hobby, if you will. And even people who didn't think they had green thumbs are now interested in it because they're, you know, they're spending their time. Well, if it would get a little warmer, they would be spending more time outside. But they're spending their time in their personal space because of this, you know, shelter at home. Well, I need all the help uh, you can give me because the only plants I seem to be able to keep alive are those succulents that sort of don't need any attention at all. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? I've got you covered. Because oh, good. I know you yeah, do. Um, so now, now's the time to do the planting, right? It's uh, past the frost uh, date. But what about all the rain? I know that there's been so much damage, too, with all the flooding and everything happening. But is it was it too much rain now? Did it ruin a lot of the plantings? Well, here's the deal. You you hit the the nail on the head with the frost date. So in Chicago, um, the frost date is May 15th, and um, people were a little overzealous this year and put their little tender uh, vegetables in a little early, and they got a they got frostbit. So mm-hmm. now this weekend with the Memorial Day weekend coming up, and it's going to be hopefully sunny one of these days. <laughs> um, it's gonna, a great time to plant. And with all the rain we had, um, that's why raised gardens and container gardens are so good because you have a the rain actually flows right through so um they shouldn't be hurt so smart okay so may 15th is frost uh, date that's that means after that after may 15th yes and if you do happen to like i planted i have a garden in my backyard and i planted some cool uh, veggies like lettuce and i covered them those two days a couple weeks ago when they said it was going to get down below you know freezing so Mm -hmm. you can cover them with a little sheet or a little piece of plastic and you can protect them in case just in case we have another frost well we're talking with uh, sue riba she's a landscape expert and she's also a horticulturist see i said it right that time yeah (laughs) the Bertog landscape (laughs) company in wheeling if you've got a question for her about anything that you're planting or your garden 312-981-7200 i'm sure sue will have the answer but uh so yes with all of this the stay-at-home order you mentioned the surge and people are rediscovering their uh green thumb um you know Let's talk about being able to actually grow a cocktail garden. I love this idea, Sue. It's You know what? It's a fun idea. Um, first of all, the um, major um, idea is to grow what you like to eat and drink, okay? Okay. So, <laughs> so cocktail 
patio gardens, you know, can include herbs or vegetables or even some fruits. Like, who doesn't like a strawberry daiquiri on a hot summer day? And um, and you can grow all these in a raised garden, or if you don't have an outdoor space and just have a patio or a, you know, some kind of small area, um, you can do a container. You can do tomatoes. You can do all kinds of things. Um, and, you know, I have recipes uh, that uh, are going to be on our Facebook page later tonight, and they're for beginners, like for us beginner mixologists, if you will, because um, there are a couple things you need to know if you're going to try these at home, okay. and um, one of them is um, how to muddle your herbs, and uh, muddle is a technical term, <laughs> it's a technique, where you take the ingredients, like let's talk about a mojito. Yes. So mo- mojitos are great because you can grow the mint in your garden, and I would recommend if you're going to grow mint to be careful because you need to put it in a container or a raised garden because if you put it in the ground, it could take over. It's you very um, Yes, yeah. you, I now I'm having visions of my mom's garden, <laughs> and, you know, growing up, and the mint yeah. would just sort of be everywhere each it year. Everywhere. It just yeah. expands. Yeah, so the key with mint is keep it contained, um, and you'll enjoy it all summer long. And so what you want to do with those mint leaves is you want to muddle them, okay? Mm -hmm. So you take them and you put them in a shaker glass or a a pint glass, and you have this tool called a muddler, (laughs) believe it or not, and it looks like maybe a 6-inch or an 8-inch baseball bat. (laughs) It's wooden, and it has a round end on the bottom, and you take the mint leaves and place them in there, and then you gently turn them in one direction. And the key there is gently. So you don't want to tear up the leaves. What you're trying to do is get the um, oils uh, from the leaf into the, into the glass. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a muddler, don't worry, because there's another technique you can do. And it's called, um, believe it or not, it's called, um, it's, it's called slap <laughs> and ball and slap. Okay? okay. Now, it's not aggressive, I promise. <laughs> and um, what you do is you take a few leaves in your hand and you ball it up gently. And then you clap your hands together while holding the herb to release the fragrant oils. So you don't really need a muddler, but you can get those really at any any place, and you can get them online. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that sounds good for the uh, the recipe. I have it in front of me because you were. Yeah. I'm lucky enough that you sent it to me. It, it involves um, fresh squeezed lime juice, of course. Uh, yeah sugar and uh, mint leaves, white rum, and then uh, club soda or seltzer. And of course, we'll um, post the, uh, you said you're going to post all the recipes on uh, your Facebook page, right? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And then and um, another thing you're going to need to learn um, how to do, and this is pretty simple too, is make a simple syrup. Mm-hmm. Um, you can buy simple syrups, but basically they're water and sugar. But on the next recipe, which is ruby and rosemary prosecco, um, which have vodka in it, uh, you need to make a um, simple syrup with rosemary and honey. And basically, you just take the water, a cup of water and a cup of sugar, so equal parts, and you boil the water, and then you stir the sugar in until it melts, or the honey in this case, and then you add a twig of rosemary. And rosemary is another thing you can grow in your garden and um, use it all through the summer. And mint and rosemary, those are very easy herbs to grow, right, Sue? Very easy to grow. All of these are very easy to grow. And the key is um, grow what you like, you know, mm-hmm. grow what you like. If, and rosemary doesn't take any kind of anything. You can just put pop it in the ground and, and not pay attention to it. 
And with the Ruby and Rosemary Prosecco cocktail, it's four ounces chilled Prosecco, three ounces Ruby Red grapefruit juice. I'm just going to mention this in case, you know, you already have all these ingredients and you feel like mixing one up. One One and a half ounces of chilled vodka, one ounce simple syrup that you mentioned that was rosemary honey, then Mm -hmm. crushed ice and a grapefruit. Grapefruit peel and rosemary sprigs for garnish. So that sounds and, really and nice. And the key with that one, G, is that um, you can use red grapefruit juice from the grocery store. Um, but I like to actually buy grapefruits mm-hmm. and squeeze them ah. and use the actual fresh juice because it just it just makes a little bit of a difference. Fresh squeezed juice is always so good. Um, and also the next, uh, you have some mocktails as well. Of course, a lot of people don't partake in alcohol. And, uh, right. Right. Sparkling jalapeno and cilantro limeade. This sounds so good. Yeah, it's great. And you can grow jalapenos in your garden. Mm -hmm. They're very easy to grow. Um, You can head out and get them this weekend now that the frost knock on wood is over. And, um, And you can also grow cilantro. So both of these items you can grow in your garden, and um, and it's and it's a very simple recipe. It's basically water, cilantro chopped up, and jalapenos. So what you're going to do is you're going to make that simple syrup, and at the end you're going to throw the cilantro and jalapenos in it, um, and then lime juice and club soda. And I love the mocktails because it's so easy when you have a recipe like this. You can have a couple of those mocktails for folks that don't want the alcohol, yeah. and then you can Absolutely. easily add alcohol, right? Right, you can. And you can also mix this up in a larger batch and have a picture of it. So, you know, they're really good for um, for all kinds of gatherings in the summer. And, of course, on Sundays, Sunday brunch, it can't be brunch without a uh, Bloody Mary. Yeah, right. And so I have a little twist to that, which is a Bloody Mary tomatoes. Mm. And um, these are probably one of the easiest things to grow are these little cherry tomatoes that um, you buy the plants and you get a plethora of tomatoes. And they actually reseed themselves. So if you left them, if left a couple on the vine, and the next year you'll get cherry tomato plants uh, that come back. But this is an interesting one because what you do is it, it has vodka and Worcestershire, if uh-huh. I can say that correctly, and um, hot sauce, I like just, Frank's hot sauce. I just say it really fast, like Worcestershire, and then Worcestershire. it sounds like Worcestershire. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's you know right or not, but there I know. it's harder and to so, spell. So It is. It's so true. And what you do is you take a toothpick and you poke little holes in these tomatoes, and then you mix up all the, those ingredients and you soak them for two hours, or you can soak them overnight, and then you drain off the liquid, and then you have bloody mary tomatoes that is genius i consider myself a bloody mary aficionado and i have never heard of uh, tooth picking the tomatoes to the vodka and so that the tomatoes soak up the vodka that's brilliant yeah it's yeah it's like the old watermelon trick with vodka Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. Um, okay so sue for a beginner do you recommend that they start with seeds or do you recommend that they start with like just the little, I'm guessing the little plants. I would never start with seeds. Yeah, absolutely. I would say that uh, for a beginner, uh, I would start with little plants and you can get them at any any nursery now. Um, And I wouldn't get a lot of them. I would get maybe a couple tomato plants and a couple rosemary and, you know, basil is also good um, to make uh, things with. Um, and start off small and and actually grow what you like, you know, and then you can garnish these things with edible flowers. 
So the flowers that are edible are hibiscus and pansies. I know people have pansies around right now. Mm-hmm. And um, lavender, of course, and uh, honeysuckle. So you can make these drinks and you can kind of show off to your friends by putting edible flowers on top as a garnish. Uh- Yes, not just show off. I mean, completely blow your friends away because it's going to be so impressive. Um, I've got like a minute left. Can you tell me for someone that's, you know, an advanced gardener, great green thumb, they have the space, what are some plants that you think are trending right now that they should be thinking about planting? Well, you know, um, the, it's again, I, I think it's a real personal preference. Okay. Um if they have a lot of space, um, zucchini plants are good, and the flowers on those are edible. Um, people do fry those up and eat those. They're a delicacy. Um, so, you know, zucchini plants are great because, you you know, you ha- if you have the space, that is. Um, but, you know, I would say really it's a personal preference, and don't be afraid to try something new. Um, this year in my garden, I'm trying broccoli, believe Ooh. it or not. I can't make a drink of that yet, but um, <laughs> but maybe I will find something that I can do with that, and um, that's something new for me. And I, you know, I'm 17 years in the business, so um, I try something new every day because you know a garden means hope, right? Yes. So you just want to try to um, in this time you want to try to keep yourself positive and get outside and enjoy your yard and try something new. Well I love that that's a perfect place to end on that hope. Sue Ryba she's a horticulturist and landscape expert with Bertog Landscape Company in Wheeling and what's the website there Sue? Um, it's www.bertoglandscape.com and um, you can find us on Facebook the recipes will be posted on our Facebook page which is Bertog Landscape. Thank you so much Sue you take care of yourself.